<laughs> Next thing I know, I'm jumping out a shorty window in front of a bus stop full of people, son. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, y'all should do a podcast for real. Yo, but like, what would we call the podcast, though? Boy, I don't even know, but it got to be something that represents us. Look, man. So here's the thing. So here's the thing. So here's the thing. So here's the thing. Yo, yo, what's up, what's up, what's up What's going on, what's going on What's going on, we back for another one, man Episode 66 out here 66 of them things This episode is brought to you by U.S. Highway Route 66 <laughs> You gotta stop with this Yo, I told you it's gonna get harder with the numbers But, um We here, man, for the um viewers on YouTube You'll see the big three is here We back, finally Yeah, we was on a little break You know what I'm saying, I caught covid some other things is going on but you know back in uh, fully strength um also but we was working yeah we've been working what he said but um we also do have a guest here you know a fourth participant um this is one of my homeboys from college you know what i'm saying good stand-up dude I'm, I'm on this thing now i'm just giving people their flowers but this good humble dude overall man always been good vibes um my boy ace man What's going on? Appreciate Whoa. you, man. Thank you guys for having me on. Welcome, no welcome. How you been? How you been? It's been a good day. Glad to get be here. It's a little rainy at the time, but uh, it's a sunny day at least. Yeah, don't let that get you down. But here, um, you know, um, I wanted to start out with a moment of silence first of all. Um, there's a lot. There's a lot that happened this week, and a lot of people that you know lost their life unfortunately due to um senseless violence. You know, um. Racist violence, things of that sort. Um, so you know, definitely prayers out to all of those individuals who um lost their life and um prayers to the family. So you know, this quick little ten second moment of silence, everybody, you know. Alright, hey, man. Alright, man. Thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers. Definitely. Alright, man. As I said, we got my boy Ace here. Gonna get your view on a couple of things Just see what's going on Just kick the shit So I w- we usually start out with like a Situational question Or whatever But I actually took a different approach this time So I I went back I've been on Twitter lately So I went to your page And I actually went to one of your old tweets So oh, you about to get this man canceled <laughs> <laughs> But now nah, just a tweet that's something that You know I um I can relate to I, I kind of feel the same thing but I just kind of want to know where you was at, like where was your headspace at that time? I like, see if you remember. So this tweet was from September 24th, 2021, and you tweeted the following. Um, and I'm and I'm doing this because you're an artist yourself. So listening to music is a subjective experience, which is why I try oh, not to debate people on who's the greatest and who's not. Just appreciate the art. So my question to you is. You know, where was you at? Where was your headspace? Like, what made that come along? Um, if you remember. And then also for my guys, I want to see, like, do y'all agree with that as well? Because I agree with the statement. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of art and different things that come out and things like that. And we like to interpret it. So, just wanted to get your point of view first and kind of see where your head was at. First of all, that's a good dig up you did. <laughs> of all tweets you could have pulled up, that was a good dig up. So, that's pretty much... Stemmed from the point that I feel like hip hop, specifically of all genres, are in no other genres there's such a competition, right? It's good to have a competitive spirit, obviously, that's what the genre really came up on. But 
everybody's always trying to compare, essentially bring somebody else down and what they achieved because of whatever they might believe is the best type of rap music or hip hop, whatever the case may be. You know what I mean? Whether it's who's I don't want to say any specific names, but you know everybody has their own niche. You know what I mean? Everybody has their own top five, whatever the case may be. Let's just appreciate the music. For an example, if an album comes out on a Friday. You know what I mean? Everybody has a whole think piece within like 30 minutes. You know, you didn't even probably run through the whole album, you know, through the whole track list and you're already coming up with a bunch of, you know, shooting a bunch of tweets, uh, shooting the project down, you know? Like, actually just appreciate the music for the music. Let's uh, not put so much conflict between like what's, what's the best or what's not. I'm inclined to believe and agree with you, except the artists themselves also participate in that 100%. same culture. Yeah, yeah. So right. it leaves the, the audience to do the same, right? No, for and sure. it's not just hip hop specifically. I'm a big country fan. It's actually my favorite genre. So hearing your example just now, I could tell you it's not just hip hop. It happens in, in classical music too. I'm classically trained as well. So like, when Bop dropped some shit, Graham heard it and go, it was cool. And then he got his shit. Same thing with country, like Luke Combs, Luke Bryan. They all tour together. They big in their own right, but they hear each other's stuff and the, comp the competitiveness in them still goes. Yeah, well, that shit was hard. I totally agree I with you, but you're talking about the artists though, right? I'm talking about like from the fan perspective, right? Like, but that's what I'm trying to say. People, if the artist is putting it out, it's their art, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. So it's, it's left for my interpretation. So if I'm hearing you interpret it, it like subjectively, the art is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I appreciate your effort to the world, your input to the world, right? But if I hear you on the same flip as saying these things, or moving in that certain way, I'm gonna subconsciously do it too. Like, who's the best, Biggie, Jay Z, and Nas? Like, these are things niggas is really saying. For sure. And he said this before. And we participate. No. And we part. And we participate in those conversations, obviously, right? Barbershop talks, all that. Yeah. But what I'm, t what I was referencing specifically in that tweet was just, hey, let's. Okay, there's gonna be always a competitive nature to the art, to right. the fact of putting bars out, music, songs, whatever the case may be. Who had the best verse? what I'm speaking is that doesn't mean you necessarily have to call something trash because you don't like it you know what I mean All give right, it so a chance that's the give it a chance that's kind of where I was leaning towards with the answer with my answer to this because I'm inclined to agree with the statement as previously stated but my 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 thing is with people and this now I'm taking it out of music because I, I see this across the board whenever people Whenever people talk about their preferences, they talk about their preferences and tend to have to put something else down to, yeah, to yeah. talk about their that's, preference, exactly. and that's a problem. Absolutely, I think in music, whether it's hip hop or any other genre, whether it's uh, podcasts, podcasts, relationships, whatever, whatever your preference is, you are more than welcome to have it. But you do not have to downplay or degrade someone else or someone else's product. Or their or their contribution to big up what you like. Facts. Yeah, feel the same way. Like just people try to you know put their opinion above others, and <clears throat> you know we naturally are like biased, um, honestly, to like what we like specifically, and we kind of like try to filter that in to whatever's going on at the current time. But um, I just 
borderline agree. Like art is art, you know, art comes from the creator, it's unique. And I really don't think anything is like trash or whack. It just may not be for you. You know what I'm saying? Just simply put, so. Just wanted to uh, put it out because I thought that was an interesting tweet. But as I mentioned before, I did um, meet Ace at um, college. So um, that's something that we frequently talk about as well. Um, you know, we feel here at So Here's the Thing. Education is, um, you know, something important that should, you know, be spread throughout the community. Um, so I just wanted to, you know, get to you. Like, how was your college experience? And, like, what do you think overall about, like, college? Like, do you think it's a waste of time? Do you think that it's something that you need? Has your views change since you graduating you're not in college anymore and you're in the real world like, you know, I can tell you one thing for sure it's definitely not a waste of time um, of all things uh, it's perspective man the way I feel about college is is the same almost kind of parallel to just things you can say cliches you can say about life like it's perspective how you choose to look at it right college is not for everybody right but if you essentially actually invest your time well and you you know get it done get the job done aka get your degree you're the truth is you're, you're setting yourself up better than you were before you got that degree you know what i mean as far as opportunities that you get job opportunities resources everything um but on the flip side if you don't get that college experience it doesn't mean that you're any less to be successful you know what i mean there's many different avenues that you can take um but at the end of the day, it's like it's what you make of it. So that's that's how I feel about that. What'd you go to school for? What did I go to school for? When him and I met, I was just going for communications. I didn't even know, you know. At the time, I, I wasn't fully decided on a major, so I decided to do communications at the time being. We had them girls on here. I asked them like, I don't know who asked them, but we asked them the origin. Like, how'd you get there? Is it something that you wanted to do? Was it something that you was forced to do? Like, we always say all the time, we was forced, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, that's kind of, like, filtered through our parents and stuff like that. They was pushing 100%. that agenda, like, so yeah. was it? And that's usually how it goes. Yeah, 100%, you know? You go to school, 18 years, you graduate, get your high school, your high school diploma. For the most part, yeah, you're expected to, you know, go to college right away the next the next semester, and uh, that's exactly what Even happened. like we said in the previous episode that uh, Stiz is referring to, I'm gonna say it again. I don't, I don't have a problem with parents pushing their kids to go to school. My problem comes from is especially in our community in our generation, there were a lot of our parents who never went to school, and they pushed us to try and be better than them by going to school, but did not understand the pressure it was to actually be in school. Like, I, I can't speak for you. You and Dre are a little younger than us. But I can't speak for y'all, but when we were in school, like, it was really a steep learning curve, not of, like, the education you were getting there, but how to be in school and how to be a good student, while also juggling, like, real-life shit, because we was deal still dealing with real-life shit at the time, mm -hmm. and it was annoying and stressful to have the parents that were, like, you gotta go to school, you gotta go to school, you gotta finish school, and it's like, fam, you don't know what it's like to get up and go to class. You don't know what finals are like. You don't know what midterms are like. You don't know what it's like to have to manage this entire ecosystem at school that I have to deal with on top of still dealing with my family shit, my life shit, my personal shit, my relationship shit. So that was just a, like, I, hey, if school for you, school for you. 
I just I think more more people need to now realize like if you if you don't know if you can deal with it or if you're having trouble dealing with it, voice that. Like I want more people to do that. If you're really having trouble acclimating and getting your shit together, talk to your parents. Tell them y'all look, I might need to take a semester off. I might need to cause sometimes you really gotta get your shit in order to try and get that get through it. Cause a lot of people waste their time and money. Cause they can't even they can't they can't get everything together and get everything on the right track. <clears throat> but yeah, the other side of college, right? Obviously, we go there for like the education and all of that to you know try to better our future. But you know, we go there for the experience as well. You know what I'm saying? I could say that I personally had a great time, had a lit time. You know what I'm saying? Can you think of any like you know specific moment or lit time that you had in college that you can remember? Well, you were part of them, so you definitely know about those memories. I don't know if I want to speak about those on camera, but... <laughs> please do. Please. But, We've been uh, trying to get Dre in trouble for a long time. Yeah, yeah. please. But uh, it was good times, man. It was good times for sure. It was yeah. good. We, we, I think you can agree that... Uh, you were there for the Project X party? I was not. I was not. But I've heard about the infamous Project X. That was probably the craziest. I was not there for it. Craziest. Unfortunately. Yeah, it was like it was at this um off dorm off dorm um site that we had or whatever. But it was like five rooms on this wrong on this um one floor, and it was all like different parties, different themes and shit like that. Everybody was just bouncing around to different parties, acting crazy. Mad fights that night and all of that, but you know it was definitely a lit time. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, me and definitely had some great times. Um, and uh, some battles damn, on the basketball bro. court. Yeah, I think that's where we. I think that's where we. That's actually yeah. I seen I seen him around campus, but me being the person that I am, I wasn't really like, you know, I me mean, not trying to. I wasn't really trying to make friends, like you know what I'm saying. But I think me and him eventually met on the basketball court. I think I snatched your ankle Ooh, a couple one. times. I'm about to say one. Saying, definitely, yeah. definitely got at your ankles. We got that's acquainted. That's crazy that he would like <laughs> bring that up right now. Yo, first of all, whether that's true or not, so it's true. It's true. Whether that's true or not, <laughs> you've also been on the receiving end of saying yeah, all that stuff. Up. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I'll never front. But, nah, um, but this dude could hoop for sure. Yeah, I heard it. But um, alright. So with college, right? The first, let me ask y'all a question: Do y'all believe in staying true to yourself? Always, hundred. And what does that look like for y'all? Like, what is staying staying true to yourself? It could be different for everybody, but accepting your growth. I was about to say the same thing. Accepting your growth, my nigga. Some people here stay true to yourself, and they think that means you have to stay true to the same values that you have right right now, and. Nah Like mm-hmm. we always say Like people You, you stop growing When you die yeah. yeah You never gonna be The same person Tomorrow you was today Yeah So Accepting who you are And who you growing into be Is part of accepting yourself You gotta just Understand you gonna change Agreed. And sometimes That change may Cause Turmoil Turmoil, in, turmoil in a lot of your life Right <laughs> And you just gotta live with it like for example within your friendships right so i wanted to ask y'all right so like we went to college or we all grew up you know what i'm saying in our neighborhoods i'm sure we have friends in our neighborhoods we have friends from college we have you know friends that we just met on the fly from work and stuff like that so how does it look like you staying true to yourself but also 
managing these different friend groups. Cause to me, staying true to yourself and staying authentic to who you are as a person, that's into it too. But I started, the reason why I'm raising the question is because I started finding myself changing who I was because I had different multiple friend groups and I feel like I had to like confine myself to what that specific friend group liked or like what they stood for. Like for example, like I do have like street niggas that are like good friends to me that I, you know, um, grew up with in the neighborhood, but I'm not a street nigga myself. Absolutely. But I found myself when I'm hanging out with them, I'm saying certain things, I'm moving a different way and stuff like that. So it clicked to me, I'm like, I'm not staying true to myself. So I just started just really being my authentic self to everybody and not caring like what they think or what they you know how they judge me and stuff like that you know what you're touching on is really important it's a really important topic because like you're pretty much describing essentially what happened you know let's just let's just specifically point out high school right Mm -hmm. pretty crucial time in your life you know what i mean go from a boy to a man as to say and there's a lot of it doesn't happen for everybody though though it's perspective not everybody gets the privilege to have different friend groups so to say because they only have maybe a few friends but yeah there's definitely people that have different friend groups and can end up kind of catering to whatever it is that that group of friends you know likes to do or say so and you know you get influenced by that but it is important to kind of take a step back and evaluate yourself like hey like are these and also are there are are there bad habits you know what i mean what is it that you're doing that you're conforming to this group for are you doing is it leading you to trouble Mm -hmm. you know is context matters but it's definitely an important uh thing to be aware of i have a question for you dre my fault for cutting you do you really consider that not being true to yourself like because you were like I guess talking different and moving different. The reason the reason why I asked is because um you know a lot about uh like my past or Stitch's past and how we used to give it up, right? Mm-hmm. So it's interesting to hear you say that you felt like you were not being true to yourself mm-hmm. when it, it from my eyes, depending on what it was you was doing, I wouldn't view it like that. Cause I'm assuming all them dudes around you knew you wasn't street, and that's cool. I think it's one of those things where it's like sometimes you gotta adapt to the environment you are in. And at no point, at, at least from my knowledge of you, I don't think just because you hanging with a bunch of street dudes, you felt like you could just go pop on niggas and all types of crazy shit. Mm-hmm. I don't think that was you because I think you might have been talking a certain lingo, talking a certain way, whatever. But that's adapting to who you are. Moving different when you in the street is not necessarily a bad thing. Sometimes you have to learn to be more aware and adept when you're in the streets because hanging out with certain people because now you got to know like i i'm with these people who could have these type of issues yeah so maybe i should move a little similar to how i see them moving because they moving with their head on the swivel because they don't know what they into you know what i'm saying yeah so i i just don't want to make it seem like it's always a bad thing to have different um movements and stuff like that when you around different people Mm because same thing at work like you see how we talk on this podcast. Imagine how I talk at home. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I can't do neither one of those at work. Right. <clears throat> so it's not necessarily me not being authentic to myself. 
it's being able to adapt to the environment that I'm in. Now, I feel like if you're now in a certain environment and you take what's going on there and try to make that a part of your life, that's different. That's not being authentic to you. But I don't think there's nothing wrong with adapting to an environment to better um, make it through that environment. You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, that was well said. I, I don't think... Uh, it's weird because different friend groups is is key is imperative to your survival to adapt so i agree with him there Mm -hmm. but then you still have the the you factor so it's like at what part do you you just got to draw lines basically because you could be down with these street dudes and participate whatever you participate with to a certain point but then it's a certain point where this street shit get real. Ain't no, we already discussed that. Ain't no turning back from that. Yeah. So now you gotta deal with those consequences. So I think being true to yourself is like I said, accepting your growth and understanding whatever you part, whatever you participate in, there's consequences to it. Yeah. If you can be able to stand up to whatever decisions you make, then you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. That's to me. That's being true to yourself. Yeah. Cause I'm, you you gotta be able to make these decisions. If you hang around with street niggas and you doing that street shit. You gotta be able to stand behind that. Or if you in the corporate world and you wanna act like the square, or then you come around some real niggas and then try to switch it up. Nah, we saw that square shit you did. Mm-hmm. You gotta stand behind that. Yeah. Like it's just weird. Yeah. You just gotta draw the lines. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's I, me. I got you. Now that's a good perspective. I think I I think I I agree with y'all. Um maybe I was staying true to myself. I I guess I just found myself not liking like the decisions I was making. In like certain situations that I was ending up in, and that right there is being true myself. Yeah, that right there is being true to yourself. Yeah. Like when you, you try to take those things and make it you. Mm-hmm. That's that's being fake. only because, like I said, I again, I, I I've been in the street a long time. Mm-hmm. I know dudes who was never that, and that was cool. We didn't feel no type of way at them. We didn't look at them different. We had dudes that hung out with us that literally just played basketball. They was here to play basketball. They gonna go about their business. They gonna cut in the park, bust your ass. They gonna leave. Yeah. And that's cool. And yeah, they talk like us. They move like us when they outside. Cause we know we in the same environment. But they never took the same stuff home that I took home. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's that's what it's all about. You got like he said. The best thing he said was, you gotta know where the line is drawn. Right. Ain't nothing wrong with fitting in your environment, but you don't gotta take all that home. Right. That's it. There's gotcha. gotta be a filter, bro. Feel you. Um, hey, you said you listen to podcasts. You listen to um the Joe Budden podcast? Like I do. Chance, so I have to. So a while back, when they was going through their little turmoil or the breakup or whatever, Jay, Joe said something that um relating to friends that kind of like rubbed me the wrong way or whatever. And I just kind of wanted to get your thoughts on it and then swing it back to you, actually. Cause you made me think of it But he said I don't owe my friends respect Well they, When they was going through all You gonna that. have fun with this So I wanted to swing it back to you Stiz Cause I remember We was having a conversation about it mm-hmm. Talking about everything that happened Whatever And we was talking about that specifically And not to put you on the um, On the spot or anything But you said you didn't disagree with him I at, at the moment I don't So I wanted I wanted to I wanted you to expound on that As to why Cause I still don't Kinda understand And um 
I just wanted to kind of see like if your opinion changed at any point or anything. But I just kind of just wanted to see like what you was what you was thinking with that. Well, when I said it, I I, I agree with him. It was the it was the Owen the Owen word the word O. Oh. Nail on the head. Like I don't owe my friends respect. Right? That's something that we just build together. We earn that together. I don't owe you that though. When I met you, that ain't the energy I was giving. You feel me? When we when we got to where we was at, that wasn't the end. Nigga, when I met you, I thought you had bitches. What? Remember when I met you, I thought you knew the bitches. What you mean you thought I, I ain't I ain't walk into yo, it. Yo, you don't have bitches. <laughs> no, what I'm saying is I after I found out that ain't that ain't you. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> but what's the first thing I said to you? I said, Oh, you got the bitches. You got the bitches. Where the bitches are. Yeah, and that was that was completely wrong. But the only thing is why I was hung in my hat on. But that ain't this. Now we we not talking about them, them specific, right? Nah, 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 nah. All right, nah, so, just your friends in general. Like, do you owe them respect? No. I, I'm a hundred percent in agreement with Stace. Uh, me and him actually off mic, and when that was going on, had this same conversation. Yeah. And I we I think we agreed on that point. It's the O word is weird. I don't like the O word because I don't feel like you don't owe anybody anything. Yeah. Only people you owe shit to is your kids. Cause they didn't choose to be in this world. Right. But you gotta think, bro. We live our life every day just hoping humans do right. Right? Yeah, so you a can't. lot of our life is based on other humans being okay. Yeah, bro. Like a nigga can walk down this hallway and it is shit. Facts. We ain't do nothing to that nigga. You think he owe us the, the courtesy? Which is what I'm glad you just pointed that out because I'm just the question you asked and where that stemmed from, I feel like that's one of those arguments or topics that is just literally just going to keep hitting a wall because it's just the context. You guys, I understand the context that you guys are coming from as far as the word oh, right? Mm-hmm. It's understandable. Yeah. But why are we even, t- whether you owe whatever respect to your friends, instead you should just think about what, what does a friendship mean? What does a friendship mean to you, right? It does. It means something different to everybody. Like you, you might treat one person differently than the next friend, or whatever mm-hmm. the case may be. Like you just can't get. Don't don't get stuck on that. It's like a petty argument. Don't get stuck on the word on on the old. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Just look at it from a. Different it was the wording for me too. It was a little bit weird. Just the wording. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think arguing I, about the wording. I guess I was coming from a standpoint. All my friendships that I have or people that I consider friends, like you said, you had to work yourself up to that point. Right. For us to get there. So I was, I guess I was speaking from a standpoint of where you're already my friend now. I'm automatically gonna, automatically gonna give you respect as my friend. I think that's where I was coming from. I was a little bit confused when you said that. I was like, what? I'm like, what? What like what about me and like what could happen to us like that does that mean you don't necessarily feel like you owe me respect so but let me tell you something remember uh early in the podcast we talked about friendships right yeah and we were talking about um one thing about friendships the main thing that we, you you gotta do is a learn your friend and b learn that you can't project how you feel about everything in your friend so. so you feel personally like yo look if you're my friend at that point we we should respect each other 
because that's what it is. Mm -hmm. There are people in the world who view friendships more like business decisions. Like, if you can do something for me, I'll be friends with you because you can do something for me. I can do something for you. We can mutually help each other. And outside of that, they don't got friends outside of that. So you can be friends with one of these persons and, and not realize that that's your relationship. Mm-hmm. Because you're now projecting what you view as a friend. Oh, he thinks of me the same way. And I think that's kind of what a lot of people got to do. Yeah. And that's why I said one of the best things men, I don't see men doing enough of and I want them to is talk. Yeah. Talk to your friends, honestly. Like really have conversations, especially conversations like this. Because if y'all both have the same... Even it may not change nothing about your friendship, but at least now both y'all, y'all both have the same understanding of how y'all view friendship. Mm-hmm. This comes down to communication, man. It's communication. There you go. Yeah, because then you can't project your feelings. Like you can't expect me to do anything. You can't say the word "I owe you this" yeah. to me. If we had a conversation and I go, we we see things differently. Right. That, like he said, that doesn't affect our friendship. You still my dog. The bread is there. We started this business together. Like that's. Now I mean? Yeah. Disagree to disagree on something. Just we made, and I'm not saying that's the case with us. I'm no, 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 no. I'm not answering your question. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Because no, that's key. Like people, people get hung up on that. Oh, like I would never do that to you. Yeah, but if you know me, you know I would do that to you. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> Am I wrong? Nah, it's true. That's a fact. Like you, you got you talking about the hood friends. Mm-hmm. Them, some of them niggas is the shiestiest niggas in the world. If they shiest you, would you be surprised? Nah, exactly. Does he owe you respect? Nah. Exactly. Because when it came to him, his ne- his necessity was to do whatever it was to shake you. He probably looking at you the same way he always looked at you. But y'all never had that conversation to unravel that. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Yeah. So you can't never. It's not compartmentalizing, but it's just. That's what it is. And we learning this by trial and error. Like and I'm, lear- yeah, I'm, talk- I'm talking this from experience of like having conversations with certain friends, having falling outs with certain friends. That's what got me to the point to realize like, damn, people really do view things different and you can really think you're closer to a person than you are. Yeah. Yep. That's and true. That helps you put a lot of things in perspective. Perspective, bro. Um so what's your art right? your music whatever and we do the podcast thing also so question to the group um big thing right now society is cancel culture um you know Kendrick Lamar touched on it a lot on his new album or whatever but when you're creating your art how do you consider or take it cancel culture because as an artist you have to express yourself you're gonna want to say certain things and stuff like that how do you, do you filter yourself due to like the current society or climate or are you just kind of like free and you know man it really just depends it's this is another thing that comes uh, down to perspective right like for you know someone can say hey you can't tell me what i should be offended you know what offends me but at the same time like you can't tell that to somebody who might be genuinely you know not understanding where you're coming from like um even like with all this abortion stuff right Mm. like that's a whole another topic but it's kind of in the same layer but i don't subscribe to it man like i said it just depends every case is different what's the context what did the person say what did they do like 
you know it's just it's not that black and white it's a lot of gray area so I don't I don't subscribe to just canceling somebody like what is that what does that even mean though you know we, you were talking about growth earlier and it's like it's a sticky subject man because people make mistakes you know say shit that they might not have meant do things they might not have meant but once again it, it comes down to the context what exactly happened what was what exactly was said because not everything i think in life is something you can't come back from like there's some redemption right we i mean want- the fact of the matter is everybody's right and everybody's wrong at the same time your perspective, perspective is your perspective perspective if you stand strong behind whatever you feel then you, no one can tell you you're wrong but, but that's where conflict comes from right that's what i'm saying my point but yeah. i might be offended i just sent him a, a little facebook post that i had posted a while ago and i had said some stuff right and I was like, yeah, if I say this today, we probably get canceled. Because it was wild. But it was a wild. I just dropped a bomb in it. But that's how I felt then. And I... That's my perspective. But the biggest thing that when he said... My biggest thing, especially with, uh, when, when we bring the word context into it, time. Certain shit at certain times was just okay. Mm-hmm. And people like to blatantly forget that all the time mm-hmm. I'm not saying it was good but there was a time where certain things was okay and the thing he sent me I was like I looked at when it was and I'm like that was us back then <laughs> <laughs> that's ex- that not it wasn't just us that was the entire was the community world, yeah. and it is what it is but it's all perspective that cancel shit is dumb but I think when you create in your art just like how we create our art I think we if I'm being honest I think we like taught what's that shit we teach the line a little bit sometimes I mean I know I know personally if I if I come in this my episode I'm thinking about like stuff like that I don't believe in cancel culture and I'll come in here and say what I feel and say my perspective because that's my perspective as you said mm-hmm. but I will do the due diligence if we are talking about something specific I will do my research because certain people get canceled because they're not educated and they just say some off the wall shit that I want to get just, canceled it's just not true and doesn't make we sense we ain't lit enough right now Listen, that'll get us lit right there <laughs> <laughs> here's my thing I, nah. think, I think we do a very good job of um, like you said well for the most part we tend not to really talk about shit that's going on too much out in the world which insulates us from Mm -hmm. a lot of shit but I also think we do a good job of I think that's also a good thing because I think like you said the biggest part is a lot of times people just aren't educated and we don't be quick to run in here and just talk about a bunch of shit we don't know nothing about Mm. And I think that's where a lot of other podcasters or people who create art fuck up. It's because they want to come and be the first to say some shit. Yeah. And it's like, you don't even know all the facts of everything yet. You're just coming out to speak um, based on what you feel, based on what you saw. I, I can't do it. Yeah. I'd rather sit and not say nothing and not get all those first clicks and views than say some bullshit. Who is this? 
Yeah, but like, look at that podcast that said that black women was trash or whatever they said. They got mad views and shits off that shit. Fresh, fresh and fresh. That was it. Fresh and fraud. Yeah. Whatever yeah, them niggas. Fresh. The only problem is that only buys you a certain That's allotment of time. Play. Yeah. And to be clear, they do have an audience, and I'm sure they're appealing to their audience. Right. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is, it, it's just weird. But as you create your art, you continue to create your art. Do whatever that was you a good. Say, that was a good point. I'm glad you brought that up because, like, how do people like that get a platform? Like the that's literally easy. Oh no, no. Of course, I'm saying, um, but I'm speaking in the big picture of like-minded people like us that understand. Mm-hmm. The negativity behind what they're, you know, about, like that's what people love, brother. Love the see, but I, I understand how they get a pl- I understand how they get a platform because, like you said, due well, diligence. I get a platform because there's people that really subscribe. Yeah, to but that I do, shit, I okay. do, I do my due diligence on them. Mm-hmm. They, I don't subscribe to what their beliefs, and I don't um, entertain their podcasts or whatever. But I do know that they offer. There is a section of of what they're saying, what they're talking about, is where it's like men empowerment. And there are a lot of men out here who feel underappreciated and underheard. And that's who their audience is. Yeah. They also do like a bunch of like financial literacy shit and all type and workout stuff and shit Honestly, like that. Honestly, they don't even. They should. We shouldn't. We shouldn't even mention them on this spot. Don't even give them. No, yeah. that's why I call them fresh and fraud. I mean, yeah, look, my thing that. is. I, oh, they, that's not their name. No. Oh, I don't give. A, I honestly don't give a nah. shit about their platform. Like I don't. I don't. I, I'm. I don't. I don't bring up their platform. I don't care about their platform. But you know, you can't. They, everyone has an audience. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah we straight. We straight. Everyone has an audience, man. We saw we saw Big T out here. Donnie T was out here wilding as president, <laughs> and he had an audience that was just riding right. with him. <laughs> Still do. <laughs> Still do. Um, I mean, as, in terms of moving on, but in terms of like what's going on, what's been going on in the news lately? Honestly, I feel like it's been a lot of sad shit going on. Uh, so I don't really know if there's anything to like really Is discuss. What's going on? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Want to ask me? Yeah, what's going on, Drake? <laughs> but yeah, no, nah, I think I just feel like a lot of sad shit been going on. Um, honestly, I wanted to come in here and kind of like talk about the Kevin Samuel situation, but I don't know where y'all got with it. Like, cause we could skip past it if y'all. What about it? Rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace. I mean, what's y'all thoughts just about all of the controversy around his death? There's a lot of people actually celebrating his death. If you could take time out to hate on yeah. a person that's dead, you got a lot of issues you got to work on yourself. Yeah, bro. You don't have to agree with somebody, but you don't got to hate on a person that's not here to defend yourself. Right. I don't, I don't agree with a lot of shit he say, but that don't mean I'm going to sit here and celebrate somebody not being here. Because at the end of the day, he was still a son, a father, and a f- uncle, and a cousin to other people. Yeah, I had a family here. Yeah. Like, exactly. my feelings towards about his opinions shouldn't affect him being here for his people. Yeah, I just don't like that shit. Like, I think that's extremely about- well said. There's literally yeah. nothing else to yeah. say. Yeah. That. <laughs> that's how I'm just covered it. Yeah, well said. All right, cool, bro. All right, so I just want to get into you, bro. Actually, and again, thanks for coming up here. So as I said before, my, you know my boy Ace is up here. He's a um, musical artist. Appreciate you, know you for having me, man. Um, you can check him out on streaming platforms. But you know I met you in college and knew about your music and listened to your music and stuff like that and did enjoy it honestly. But I don't really know your origin story and like how you got started. So how did that like come about and what made you want to like pursue music? Well, my boy that's here uh, actually was a part of that journey. Um, I started started rapping my sophomore year of high school. I was actually going to military school at the time. Um, and let's just say I 
somehow I just picked up the pen and and wrote my first song. Uh, really, I gotta give shout out to my my boy Jeff. Oh yeah, that I you actually Jeff. know. Yeah, See, yeah, I forgot you. Oh, it, it all came full circle, yeah. Which is actually the reason I ended up even going to Hazy. One of the one of the main reasons. Um, but yeah, he actually he had a he had a MacBook. You know what I mean? He had a Garage Band on there. Um, but this was back in the SoundClick days. If anybody knows what I'm talking about, then you have been rapping for some time. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, he just came to me one day and, and showed me some song he recorded. And the next day I was like, you know what? I want, I want to write a song. I want to write a song. And I wrote my first song to the Paper Planes song, Paper Planes beat. Wiz. Wiz. Nah, nah. Not Wiz? Oh, um, M.I.A. M.I.A. Oh, M.I.A. You know oh, yeah, 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 I know what you're talking about. I Come know on. Talking about. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I fly like Yeah. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Uh, I like to ask rappers this. Do Not you, a rapper, though. But that's what I was... That, that's literally about to ask. Do you classify yourself as a rapper or do you classify yourself as an artist? Oh, not right, even classify. What do you What does at? that even mean, though? That's what I'm saying. Look, my... What do you look at yourself as? I'm a creator, a creator. Now I'm, I'm a. Yeah, bro. I, I just I create. You're an artist. I literally. Yeah. <laughs> You're I an artist. I'm, I have a thing with labels. I just have a thing with labels. Me too. Man. You know but what that's, I mean? That's why. That's why artist is great because it covers the spectrum of creativity. Like what? Who am I to even say exactly what I am? You know, like, listen. Hey, if you don't know I, how fuck we supposed to. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> listen, listen. I love music. I have loved, I love all types of music. Mm -hmm. And I happen to be somebody who listens to instrumentals, beats, production, and I hear them and I write you know I write lyrics to them and I create you sound like a it. real fancy way of saying artist bro I'm a, <laughs> but, but what's because think about it. Say, but what's an artist though? artist yeah, covers artist. the entire spectrum of creativity you, you can be an artist okay. in actual physical paint art oil art you could be an artist in music you could be an artist in, in photography you could be an artist in photography you could be an artist in talking podcast like this is artist. art covers the entire spectrum of creativity so I, art is creativity. So and whatever you create is your art. Your is art. your art. Well, guys, I guess I'm an artist then. <laughs> I'm an artist. <laughs> I guess we're going with that. Oh man. Where you from? I'm from New York. Oh okay. So that's specifically 143rd Street. If anybody anybody that actually knows me is gonna laugh after I said that. Yeah. From third block. Broadway. Oh, the, oh, Broadway. Right. Broadway and Riverside. Is. So I grew up. I was born. In, I was born there. I mean, I've like complicated origin story. I didn't just live there my whole life. I also moved to Jersey. But oh, yeah. Sorry. yeah, we there now. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but um, is the is the New York up? Yo, hold on, Jersey. <laughs> Yo, Jersey. Don't don't. He's a good man, man. He's a good man. Nigga, I live in Jersey. Oh, no. So you understand then? Yeah, that's why I said it. No, I said that. it. I'm sad. <laughs> no, no. We live in Jersey now. We are not happy about it. Yeah, bro. Listen, we out to uh, Florida or something, man. I need to be in the heat. I need to be in the heat. Yeah, I'm not going there either. But they got gators. Anyway, the New York shit, is that heavily influenced in your music? I would say so. I would say so, for sure. What part, though? 
Like the bars. Oh, okay. The bars, the lyricism. You, you take that shit. You one of them boom back kids. I'm definitely cut from the boom from the boom bap. I trip. heard his music. Yeah, I would definitely. I'm say not that. gonna put him in there. <laughs> no, you could tell his bars are boom bap influenced. Yeah. But I I don't I don't think. Yeah, you, I wouldn't say my music. I don't think is you boom, prefer boom, boom bap beats. I, I can I've. I have plenty. I mean, I don't know what songs you've heard, but I have, like, I have an extensive catalog. Like I, I've rapped on the most boom bap ish sounding beats. Like, but would you prefer those though? I definitely. I mean, that's the thing. I, I wouldn't call it a preference, man. I can get on. That's the thing with me. You're gonna hear a song like Sacrifice. Like for an example, this, all the songs I have currently up on the DSPs that you can go on are kind of cut in the same. Like they're in the same dimension you know definitely that, far from boom bap that's what you heard <laughs> that's what definitely I heard definitely yeah yeah 100% if you heard you know and I have maybe if we have some time after this I can play some stuff but definitely you know you'll hear a completely different song like a 24 if you know people that actually know me on my uh, music on SoundCloud Vibrational Bliss Mr. Wallace like that are extremely heavy on the boom bap kind of influence so I, I never had a preference man I've been doing this for a long time I've been Making music since 2009. I'm a very big fan of these uh, these new uh, hi- I would call them hybrid artists, where they have the boom bap influence. Like I feel like you will, like have the boom bap bars influence, mm-hmm. but can be more melodic or can be on a melodic more type song. Very, and it's like that's I knew my you were gonna use the heavy on a melody, man. Because that's listen. The truth is that's music. Like I'm an R&B guy to, to my soul. Like I love hip hop. Don't get me love wrong, R&B. but I'm an R&B guy to my I soul. I love R&B. And melody speaking. Which is, which is why, you know, as I've grown as an artist, the melodies kind of, you know, come into me. I've, I've really, it attracts me. Melody attracts me. And you might hear a lot of melody in, in, in more of my recent stuff. I actually got a song coming out next week uh, that is... I'm sure once you hear it, you'll... you'll, you'll I'm going to definitely check it out. You'll, you'll see what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, that answered my next question. What do we have next? So. Yeah, man, so I actually just put out a music video for my latest release, uh, Nobody. I put that out last August, and then a uh, music video came out last month. So you can go uh, check that out. Um, single coming next week on Monday, May 23rd. It'll be live on, at, at midnight. Um, so go check that out, all the DSPs. And yeah, man, we're just gonna keep putting music out all year, man. Like, I, I'm not, I don't have any projects to announce. You know, I'm not really working on a mixtape, album, EP, nothing like that. Right now, I'm just focused on supplying the heat, keep putting out fire, consistency. You know, and uh, take it from there. I do have one more quick question. Who do you look at as like a inspiration in music for you right now? Like, can I tell you what I think? Tell me what you think. I'm getting Russ off you a lot. Russ? The vibe. Russ, Russ, and I like Russ. I'm a Russ fan. Actually. I love Russ. And I love his work ethic, and I love how he approaches music. Yeah. I could be wrong, but that's the vibe I'm getting okay. off. Okay, okay. Well, listen, it's a, I'm not, look, Russ is great. He's, a, he's an accomplished artist, independent, you know. Um, I just... I, I never heard. I never heard the Russ comparison. Yeah, no, but not not musically. What I'm saying is, I, I'm the vibe I'm getting the, from you, okay, okay. a personality, and from what I'm, from talking to you this little bit about your work ethic and how you plan on moving with music, yeah. I can see that path. Yeah, no. Listen, 
I I can't. I'm not gonna sit here and act like I've I've I probably heard like maybe four or five Russ songs, but I've I've heard more interviews and like just him talking more than actually hearing his music, and I and I definitely agree with a lot. You know, most of the things he says is about uh, you know ownership, just as an artist knowing your rights and knowing uh, the way you know the right way to put yourself out and kind of make that dream to a reality. Yeah, but what but for you, who who would be an uh, inspiration to you? Man, I have many inspirations, man. Uh, off the top, I could just tell you, Kendrick, Drake, J. Cole, that's my three. For me, I was born in 93, so, you, you know, Hove is always Hove, the Nas's, and I feel like Ye is kind of, it's funny because Ye is same, do you put Ye and 50 in the same class? No, no, not me. No, they didn't come out at the same time. They kind of came. No, out. they came they out at the same out. time. I'm saying class as far as when they came out, oh. not as t- like what what they can bring as an artist. I'm saying class as when, when they came out. When did How to Rob come out? Because <laughs> that's going that's going to. They kind of came out around the, the same time. So I'm just throwing it because you know I would say Hovye, Nas, and then for me, growing up when I you know when I first started spit when I put out my first song '09. Drake, J. Cole. At, at the time, I think Kendrick was going as K. Dot. You know, he didn't really get mainstream until 2011, two years later. But those three, man, those that's like my three-headed monster. That's, that's my uh, Mount Rushmore right now. What's your favorite album of all time? Do <sighs> you gotta just pick one? I have a problem with these lists. I don't I have a problem no, no, no. with these. I have no, no, a problem. No, no. I'll tell you. Listen, I'll tell you. No, listen to what I said. Uh, your favorite my album favorite of all time? Because I have. I have like a few that I would What's say was my favorite. What's the first one that popped to your head? Mine is Get Rich or Die Trying. It's my favorite album all time. Okay. American Gangsta. Hope. Hope. Yes. I think that's an extremely underrated Hope album. Oh what? Yeah, it's one of my favorites. One of my favorites. That's Hope's best album. So, uh, I'm not gonna say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I. Yo, extremely I underrated that, album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. What that sound like? Sound like another one, y'all. All right, man. It's good to um, get y'all, get you here, Ace. I'm glad we For got sure, to have yeah. this conversation with you. I'm glad we got to. Um, uh, before before we wrap up, where can they reach you? Yes, where sir. can they get at you? Where can they go get your music? Give them all the links. To Listen, everything. Everything is as far as Twitter and IG goes. Is Ace Helena? Twitter there's an underscore between the Ace and the Helena. IG is just Ace Helena, and for anybody who out there who might not know how to spell Helena, it's H-E-L-E-N-A. So that's Ace Helena. Um, same thing on the uh, on DSPs, Amazon Music, Title, Spotify, Apple Music, all that stuff. Uh, just type in my name, you'll find everything. YouTube, same thing. All right, that's our boy Ace. Make sure y'all go check him out. But you already know the vibes. We want to hear from y'all. We want to get to get y'all opinions on this episode let y'all know let us know what y'all think of ace this was cool man you guys uh, you guys are great you we appreciate, are great. It. appreciate it make sure y'all reach out to us flood them comments you already know the vibe so here's the thing dot pod on instagram shtt pod at um facebook and twitter and if the social media thing ain't your thing reach out to us at so here's the thing at yahoo.com yeah man for sure as always check out the the video on youtube you know what i'm saying that's our here's the thing podcast um and then we're available on all audio platforms apple podcast soundcloud spotify all that so here's the thing 
Yeah, you already know what it is, man. It's been a long time since you've been here. I like how we get here. We know how we do. Uh, fellas, always, 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 always remember, just in case you look happy on the gram, slide in her DMs anyway just to see if she all right. And ladies, always, always, always ask the what are we question before y'all have sex. Guarantee you're going to get the right answer. It's your boy Stizzy. It's your boy Steelo, man. It's your boy too. New merch coming soon. We out of here. Yeah. All I see is all these cameras flashing now. Tell her please don't worry about my whereabouts.